0: The MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet that sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Welcome, everybody, to the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford. I am in Newcastle upon Tyne in the northeast of England. Today is Wednesday, September 21st, and we are here to handicap a lot of the games from the MLB slate for Thursday, September 22nd. The man mainly responsible for all the buffoonery around here, as always, is Mr. Noah Bennick. Noah, what's happening? Oh, uh,
1: I I just screwed up starting the stream, so maybe maybe you missed the beginning of it, and you know Scott can do his great production work back there and help us out. But uh, YouTube, I think this is just uh, we're going on organically. But uh, what's up, guys? Uh, yesterday's podcast was amazing. Great Britain clinched, and uh, I made a bet with Malcolm that I would be wearing my Indian slash Guardians gear uh, if the White Sox didn't sweep because we had that future on the White Sox winning the AL Central. And they lost their first game in, I mean, just White Sox fashion in extra innings. So uh, I guess we can get into that a little bit later. But uh, yeah, excited to talk about Thursday's games.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And Dylan, I haven't seen you for a little while. Uh, You'll be pleased to know that me and Noah are still as unprofessional as ever. How are you doing? Oh, it's good to be back with you boys. Uh, <laughs> you, you didn't, we haven't missed the beat.
2: Uh, yeah, good to be back. I haven't seen you guys in a while. But uh, yeah, I wanted to pose a question right off the top for both of you. So obviously, you guys have heard Aaron Judge hit his 60th last night and the kid who wound up getting it, you know, in my mind, I thought he did the right thing. He didn't really ask for anything, just got a bunch of things signed. But uh I was listening to ESPN radio here in New York and his uncle called into the station and they they got kind of a background of his family real quick and it doesn't come from a wealthitude of money and he just says, "Hey, I love I love Aaron Judge, I love the Yankees" and in his heart he thought he did the right thing and you know, that could change a person's life. That that ball could be worth $50,000. So, I want to know what you guys would do. Would you would you give it to Aaron Judge or would you sell it? Sell it?
0: give me the money. (laughs) Before, I I know, because it's a baseball thing, and that doesn't really bother me. We've talked before that I am unencumbered by fandom and by having a lean towards a team. And I'm not steeped in the history of it all either. Um, So it really wouldn't bother me about giving it away. But equally, if anyone wanted to do something properly because i knew if i had a piece of football a piece of newcastle memorabilia i would absolutely cherish it with my life or or give it to someone who would so yeah Uh, but as a a baseball for that particular ball i'd just flog it take the money how about you (laughs) now well so i have to put myself in the kids shoes uh
1: being a like i guess i don't hate the yankees but i actively root against them yeah um so I, i have to picture myself like getting a a no-hitter ball or a perfect game ball from Verlander or, like, a home-run ball that was, like, 500 for Miguel Cabrera to, like, put myself in this kid's shoes. I wouldn't go up there and ask for nothing. I'll tell you yeah. that. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. for me, it would probably be, like, do you guys have, like, a, a, a sports card around, like a, a rookie card or something like that? And just yeah. get a signature on that and give him the ball. That that would probably be my biggest thing. It's, like, you were you're giving – him something that's worth a lot of money but it's like more uh for his personal memorabilia type stuff and i still get something of value i guess
2: yeah as much as i want to root for the yankees i mean a part of me would probably probably sell it as well you know (laughs) i i love aaron judge i think he's a great guy to root for but it doesn't really mean anything to me so I would probably give it away as well. $50,000 could change a person's life, you know? So he might look back in a few years and be like, damn, I could have used that money. So He's
1: going to hit 61 or 62 on this yeah. Friday night Apple Plus TV game, and it's going <laughs> to screw everybody over, piss everybody off. It's going to be hilarious. MLB shoots himself in the foot again.
0: While, while we're on this subject, I know we said we weren't going to waffle on for hours tonight, Well, I'll tell you a little story from two weeks ago. Remember, I went out on the Friday night a couple of weeks ago, so I couldn't record the pod, and I took my dad for his birthday. We went to see a talking by Kevin Keegan. Oh, I'm not expecting you to have heard who Kevin Keegan is. Kevin Keegan is the most famous manager Newcastle ever had He was a great player. He was an England player. He won the Ballon d'Or twice, so he was the European footballer of the year twice. Once with Liverpool and once with Cologne when he played in Germany. uh, Hamburg, sorry, when he played in Germany. So we went to see this show and he did a little talk and it was brilliant. But then they did a little contest, drew some names out of a hat and my name came out and I won a signed Kevin Keegan shirt from the 1982 World Cup. So I instantly thought, like I've just said about Aaron Judge, ka get that straight on eBay the minute it comes. <laughs> so they took my name and address and said they would post it out to me. And sure enough, two days later, last Tuesday, the parcel arrived through the door. But in big letters across the front, it's got two Malcolm, best wishes Kevin Keegan. So that's pretty much buggered the value of it because unless I sell it to someone else called Malcolm, um, it's a, so it's just sitting on the kitchen. It's still in the packet. Scrunched up on the kitchen table through there, it's been there for like a couple of weeks now. So I was devastated that, um, that Kevin Keegan had put my name on it. So that I think that shows you how heartless I am with my memorabilia. So I wasn't, I'm not just saying it because I was going to flog that Kevin Keegan. shirt So if anyone wants a, a shirt signed to Malcolm from Kevin Keegan, uh, send me your details and we'll come to a happy price. I'll say
1: this, Dylan, he's located in your area now. Are you pro or anti Zach Campbell, or do you hear? Because you know he's going to be running around in the
2: stands. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't even know who that is.
0: You don't. Oh, even I okay. know who that is, Dylan. Yeah. Yeah. Who is that? All right, it's well, the it's he's... the it's the YouTube kid who runs. around getting all the balls.
2: <laughs> oh, <that> right? okay. <laughs>
1: The YouTube kid that's like 36 years old or something like oh that. God, he's I don't younger know.
0: than me. I mean, he
1: was there just was, in the There news. was a fight
2: for that ball. Did
1: yeah, you see um, the? the yeah, that, was, that, was <laughs> <scrap there. laughs> that was a good
0: scrap. There.
1: That was a good scrap. All right, we said we weren't going to waffle. Oh yeah, we're, we're waffled. So
0: we're absolutely waffling, and now there's another flying well. <laughs> oh shit! The f- animals are back. What's that? <laughs> oh my god! What, are, <laughs> what kind that? of what kind of insects do they? Have I don't know, but I've never palm. seen anything like that. It's heading my way on the table. Oh shit! Right, I'm going to do. I'm going to do this with one eye and keep an eye on this thing. Right. Oh, the Wheels have come off this show. In fact, the wheels never got on this show. It started as a farce <laughs> and it hasn't really improved much. Uh don't if there's a, anyone listening, don't tell Moon off what's going on here. We'd we'll be oh well and truly God. We'll be on the so naughty side. Oh okay. We're gonna handicap some games in a minute and uh, we're getting our license from Winbet, the perfect uh time to join WinBets, where new customers um will get a hundred Dollar match deposit uh, is a free bet Um, the Winbet Casino is open 24 hours a day Um, you can get a 100% deposit there up to $1000 Winbet is live in Arizona Colorado Indiana Louisiana Michigan New Jersey New York Tennessee and Virginia plus Winbet has their own same game parlay feature click on the game you like select build your own bet and start a monster parlay yeah, loads to choose from. Um, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Um, Offer subject to of change. T's and C's at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where play-through winbet is available. If you are someone who knows a game a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Uh, Fubo TV, uh, another one of our new sponsors here. Complete coverage of college and pro football with NFL red zone plus games at 4K no extra charge uh, hundreds of channels of live sport and entertainment no contract no commitment you cancel at any time um, our offer is to get 15% off your first month go to fubo.tv.com/sgp that's f u slash t v.com/sgp and finally before we get going odds trader the place to compare Odds from all major sports weeks. Also, compare different sign up codes and promotions. And then you'll get features like play by play updates, live scores, bet tracking, uh, key game statistics, game day weather, etc. Uh, Oddstrader.com slash blue wire is the place to get all of that. Oddstrader is the number one site for all of your game day bets. Um, the issue I've got now is I, th- I can't see the animal. So I was a bit happier when at least I knew where it was. So now I know it's here somewhere, but I can't see it. So I'm going to have to, I'm going to hover my legs up. So I've got my legs off the floor, right? Okay. Everything's under control. As we have done the last few nights, we're going to concentrate on the uh, games with teams in that are playoff kind of related. A couple of good games already finished today. uh, Mets had a bad result, but got away with it because the Braves were turned over by the Nationals. So the Mets maintained their lead. How did you feel about that game tonight, uh, Dylan?
2: Oh, Taiwan Walker, just, he didn't have it today, but, uh, Yeah, it was good. We finally clinched a playoff spot. I don't think I've been on since we clinched a playoff spot. So it's good. Uh, Being a Mets fan is all right right now, but we still have more work to do. We need to
0: win the division. So got some work. Tywin Walker, though, he he pitched five scoreless, gave up one solo homer in the sixth. He's going along absolutely fine. Um, And then I think gave up a walk and a hit maybe in the seventh. I don't think they should have talked about for the seventh. They, They had the bullpen warming up. Uh, way before that. And then all of a sudden, the, the reliever, I don't know who it was, gave up the either the three-run shot or the grand slam. Um, yeah, and that was it. And all of a sudden, Walker's start line looked horrible. Yeah. When actually, uh, he got through six innings, having given up one solo shot. So, yeah, a little bit unfortunate there. Okay, we will start tomorrow with the 337 Eastern first pitch between... The Seattle Mariners and the Oakland Athletics, where George Kirby will go for Seattle. Adrian Martinez gets the ball for the Oakland A's. And I will see how we're getting on for lines. My computer hasn't uh, been any faster since last night. Uh, Foxy quite enjoyed me saying it was as slow as a week in prison. Um, he likes my little uh English-isms. Seattle are minus 240. Oakland plus 195. Totally ever set at 7. Um, and we'll come back to you, Dylan, to lead us off with Seattle at Oakland.
2: Yeah, I was able to get a seven and a half, and I took this under, Malcolm. I, I made my line 6.8. I love backing George Kirby on the road, 5-2, and two, 288 ERA. And he's faced Oakland three times already this year, 1-0 with a 250 ERA. Batters are only hitting 228 off of him. He's given up three runs or less in five straight games. Besides that one hiccup, in Houston. Oakland has struggled to score some runs. So I, I think Kirby will be able to limit the A's bats. I think this screams under. So I'm going to go under seven and a half. Seven still I like. I set my total at six point eight.
1: Okay. Uh Noah. Oh, it's it's uh, Mariner's run line for me. Kirby's gonna go out there and oh, he's gonna man. shut down the A's like uh Dylan said and I I think this offense bounces back. They've had a couple of rough games in a row here. Uh I'm on Seattle here all day.
0: I agree with half of that. I think Kirby's going to shut down the A's, but I'm not sure about the Seattle offense bouncing back here. This was, We handicapped uh, this game last night, and I said it looks something like a 5-2 to two Seattle win, um, which would kind of fit every everything that we've given. So you've got Seattle on the run line in there, um, as well as the the total hovering around seven. Um, I'm going to side with Dylan, uh, but I'll take either or both of those players, to be honest, uh exactly the, the handicap that I came down. Um, Looks a fairly straightforward handicap. I don't know how you can hope with anything else here. Um, not the most exciting game in the handicap. Better game here is the 410 Eastern first pitch between the St. Louis Cardinals and the San Diego Padres, where Jack Frati will continue his comeback from injury uh, for St. Louis and Joe Musgrove goes for San Diego. Um St. Louis a plus one fifteen, the Padres are minus one thirty-five, and the total here is set at seven and a half. Um Name wise, uh, Noah, this was a good-looking pitching matchup. Although Flaherty hasn't quite um, had a chance to show it this season yet.
1: Yeah. Uh, first matchup, though. I, I want to ask you. Want to hear the percentages of the money here? Uh, we did it the last two days that we've done this uh, format of pod. Um, do you want to? You want to keep? Yeah, go that? for it, man. All right. Well, everybody's on the over and all of the money's on the over too. So you guys are on the less popular side. So that's what you love to hear. Uh, 78% of the public, 91% of the money. So uh, definitely what you want to hear. St. Louis and San Diego. Like you mentioned, these two guys have the name value, but let's hit some trends first. St. Louis, they're 12 and seven in their last 19, 10 and five in their last 15 on the road and six and one. In their last seven games against the Padres, who are five and two in their last seven, and that included a five to nothing win against the Cardinals in game one of the series. Jack Flaherty for the Cardinals is 0-1 and, and 6 starts off the IL, 470 ERA, 17 strikeouts, 16 walks in, 23 innings pitch. He has a 562 ERA in his two road starts this year against the Pirates and the Brewers, so not very good offenses there. That might be a little bit of red flag. And then the Padres are starting Joe Musgrove, like we mentioned, 10-7 on the year, 316 ERA. 165 strikeouts, 34 walks, and 165 innings pitched. He has a 480 ERA in his last five starts. Malcolm, call me yes. crazy, but I love this over for a third straight day. Both pitchers are big names, not in great form against good offenses. Give me this over.
0: Yeah, well, we were wrong about that Tuesday night one, weren't we? Right. Um and we also talked about my dra- uh, my benching, uh, Mike Clevenger, who then... Oh, who, yeah, yeah, well done, everybody. Um, that's been nothing but a shambles ever since. Um, NC Nick is feeling a lot more comfortable than he already was feeling, to be honest. <laughs> S- sitting on a big throne with his plumped-up cushions like Henry VIII. Couldn't be any more comfortable. Um, uh, this one, for me, I thought was a good spot for San Diego. It was a good price, just... Um, Just on the pitching matchup, he's still on his way back, a little bit rusty. And I thought minus 135 is just about the limit uh, of what I would take here for San Diego. Be interesting to see what Dylan made his lines in this one, whether or not he was happy to take the Padres.
2: Yeah, I'm on the side with you, Malcolm. I lean the Padres. I think we're getting a great number. I got minus 132. I made them a minus 145 favorite. Padres, they won four straight. I think they're the hotter team right now where, like you said, Jack Flaherty's still getting going and they're average on the road. So don't trust Flaherty either. And I kind of disagree with the movement with the money because I set my total at 7.4. You got 12 mile an hour winds blowing in in, uh, in California or San Diego and three games straight have gone under. So I kind of lean under here, but my 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 more official play would probably be Padres.
0: Okay, look. Next is a 6.40 Eastern first pitch between the Toronto Blue Jays and the Tampa Bay Rays. Jose Barrios will go for Toronto. Tampa Bay officially TBD. Um, I reckon it's Ryan Yarbrough uh, going for the Rays. Um in this one. No lines. Um, I haven't seen any. I'll just double check here. Um, yeah, no no lines on this one with the absence of a Tampa Bay picture. Um Yarbrough, do we think? Uh, nod not of head still in Noah.
2: I, I haven't seen anything. I expect him to go, to be honest. I think it's it's his time in the rotation.
1: Honestly, yeah, I haven't seen anything, and we've said it at least once before on this podcast. Yarbrough is like that name for the rays that they throw in there. Expecting that he's gonna get a start, and it's like fifty percent whether he's gonna start or
0: not. So um oh so distracted that thing's making its way back up the table leg again. Um <laughs> Yabra <Yarbrough, laughs> I'm gonna show you in a minute. Uh Yabra is two eight on the season with a four thirty-three ERE, has seventy-nine innings pitched with sixty strikeouts, Barrios eleven and five, four ninety-nine ERE, 158 and two-thirds with 136 strikeouts. Um Yarbrough's been mixing up between long relief and maybe a glorified opener, not quite a, a fully-fledged starter. His last five games, he's only started one of them and has gone 18 innings um, in those five. So, yeah, what's that, full averaging um, three and a half innings per appearance. Actually going okay, um, 295 in that stretch. It's um, You get a really mixed bag off Yarbrough. There's no difference... He doesn't appear to have a preference whether he's starting or coming out of the bullpen. He's getting better as the season goes on. He was a bit of a bust in the early part of the season. He's actually held it together quite well recently. Um, he has... Uh, this is the first meeting between these two two sides this season. So no stats to go on there. Uh, Barrios... His numbers in the last five have been okay. 330 ERA. But he hasn't looked convincing at all. I think he's got to with it. Um, there's been lots of contact. He's been given up a lot of hits. Um, but not being punished for it. Uh, I don't think that's particularly sustainable. Uh, Toronto, the game total has gone over um, in six of the last seven there. Um, I don't trust either pitcher here uh, to keep the... The score down, we saw the Blue Jays scored 16 last night. They put a lot on Kyle Gibson early uh, in that game. I don't trust either enough. I've got no lines here, so I'm going to come to Dylan next because I want to take the over. Even if it's a round, I think it'll come out at maybe eight and a half. Might even be a nine, you know. Um, but Dylan, what did you make of this? And, and would you be taking an over on the number?
2: Yeah, I would. If it was if it was uh, Barrios and Yarbrough, I set my line at 8.7. So I do see a high-scoring game, maybe eight and a half, maybe get an eight, but I, I like high-scoring. They just scored 16 runs yesterday, so yeah. it was it was a football score yesterday, 18-11. to 11. So, yeah, I like the over.
0: Uh, and Noah, what do you make of this one?
1: Yeah, sort of tough without the lines. My angle, I guess, would be here um, Toronto just had the better of the Rays in their last series that they played, and these two teams have basically been pretty unpredictable throughout the season. Toronto's the hotter squad, so I'm just going to keep taking the uh, blue jays here against the rays.
0: Okay, so Noah fancies the blue I just couldn't take them uh with Boreas on the mound. Even I don't know what they were playing at last night because I keep G- something Comfortable with the though. No not at all. No that's what I mean I, I didn't trust anybody really. And that's yeah. what that's kind of what led me to the table, uh, to the total but yeah absolutely uh no issue with you having an opinion on that one Noah. Um next up is a seven oh five First pitch between the Houston Astros and the, no it isn't, it's a 6.40 Eastern first pitch between the Milwaukee Brewers and the Cincinnati Reds, where Brandon Woodruff goes for the Brewers. Uh, Officially TBD for the Reds, I think it is Hunter Green. I've handicapped Hunter Green uh, for this one. Um, Unfortunately, no lines again without a TBD pitcher. Uh, But Dylan, did you make some lines on this and what was your feeling about it?
2: Yeah, no lines, but I actually handicapped Woodruff going for the Brewers and Mike Miner going for the Reds. Oh, okay. So, uh, as, as for that pitching matchup, I made the Brewers a minus 180 uh, favorite on the road, minus 1.5, needing a minus 115 or better to take them. As for the total, I made it 8.8. It's going to be a cloudy, windy day in Cincinnati. 10-mile-an-hour winds blowing out to center field. Uh, I'm hoping to get a good price on the Brewers on the run line at a good number. Travel spot for them, but... They're fighting for that playoff berth, and the Reds, they're really not fighting for anything at all. You can't back them right now, 2-8 and eight in their last 10, and Mike Miner has yet to win a game at home this season. So pretty simple. I'm going to take the Brewers on the run line, depending on the price.
0: Um, yeah, I've got nothing to add on this one at all. I've obviously handicapped the wrong pitcher, or you have. Uh, either way, it's not very helpful. Uh, Noah, the Brewers at the Reds?
1: I have Hunter Green here, so I'm going to go with that. Uh, in Green's first start off the IL against the Cardinals, he went six innings pitched, 11 strikeouts, only gave up four hits, no runs. Um, and then you look at Brandon River- Woodruff on the other side, he's been just as good. Um, you know, I think minor completely changes the handicap, but I'm going to be on the under if it's Green and Woodruff.
0: Um, yeah, I, if it was Green, I've got Cincinnati with a question mark up against him. Just because I've been out on the Brewers for ages really. And they, I watched that game tonight against the Mets and they still didn't convince me. Like I said, you look at the um you look at the final score, and it looks like the Brewers uh, have got to Taiwan Walker and actually batted quite well, but they didn't. Um didn't really put them under any pressure at all. And I think if Hunter Green can uh, can hold it together, which is more than capable of, I think they could be live dogs in this one, but yeah, we just have to see. Um, who they do trot out tomorrow. Um, No House Advantage. I'll tell you about changing the game by offering the most dynamic fantasy sports platform available today. If you play in a pick'em contest versus other people, you could win up to $250,000 or more in cash. Um, Download the app to use the contest, pick your player props, and you can climb the leaderboard to win the big money. Uh, Test your skills against the house as well. Uh, Any kind of sport is on there. Um, If you check out No House Advantage today, Uh, You will experience daily fantasy sports redefined. Uh, It's not just how you play, but it is where you play. Uh, Sign up with our promo code SGP at nohouseadvantage.com or download the app to get a first deposit match up to $25. Promoguide.us, the best place to go if you're interested in plus EV betting strategies. Uh, They've got daily updates on odds, odds boosts, huge cash bonuses from all the majors sports and the vip discord group puts even deeper EV and analytics at your fingertips if you're not already using mathematical models to help you with your picks you're missing out it's really valuable to um and promo guy run by a small team of passionate sports fans and they have a hundred percent track transparent and proven method for betting smarter so use and check out promoguy.us and finally sleeper you know all about the over-under game on the Super Fantasy platform. The first sports contest built into your fantasy experience. You can just click on the player that's in your team uh, if you think they're going to have a good day. Uh, and you can take the over on their props there. Win yourself a few quid. Uh, they have college football player props as well Is NFL. Uh, Sleeper.com slash SGP. Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. Uh, Sleeper.com slash SGP. For the $100 match on your first deposit. T's and C's apply. C's so Sleeper's Terms of Use for details. 7.05 Eastern first pitch. The Houston Astros at the Baltimore Orioles. Justin Verlander for Houston. And Kyle Bradish, Um, interesting pitcher, goes for the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, no lines on this one either. Why would there be no lines on this one? We're going to throw Verlander's this across to the... not confirmed. So. Oh, so Verlander's not confirmed. Uh, but Noah, we think he's going to go. We uh, lead us with a handicap. <clears throat>
1: yeah, we believe that Verlander's going to go. So, I mean, this one uh, it's pretty simple for me, but I'm going to take you, I'm going to walk you guys through it. Uh, Houston takes a flight up the Atlantic coast from Tampa to Baltimore, where the Astros are nine and one in their last 10. And... Detroit, you know, they're about to sweep the Orioles. So not very good form for the O's over there. Uh, Justin Verlander is 17-3 with a 178 ERA, 163 strikeouts, 27 walks, and 157 innings pitched. In his first start off the IL, he got pulled from a five-inning no-hitter with nine strikeouts. And then on the other side... Bumping for the Orioles is Kyle Bradish, 3-7, 505 ERA, 93 strikeouts, 37 walks, and 101.2 innings pitched, a 536 ERA for him in his last three games. You know, in the last game that Verlander pitched, I disobeyed command number one, and I faded him. Uh, And, you know, he almost goes out there and shoves a no-no. So, again, I'm not fading this guy. Give me... I mean, we don't have anything in front of us, but I'm I'm assuming like this one's going to come out like minus 170ish. Dylan, what do you what do you think's going to come out here?
2: Yeah, I made uh the the uh, Astros a minus 187 favorite. So, okay. a, a little higher, but yeah, I think you're right around that area. And for me, I am probably going to be on the same side. I, Verlander's probably on a handful of guys where you you just can't fade them. So, no. coming back, I think he's going to pitch a little longer this time. Orioles they're not good right now. I think they're regressing back to the mean Lost four of the last five. Like Noah mentioned, Astros are red hot nine and one. They're not slowing down. So uh, as for the total, I set my total at 7.1. It's going to be a very windy day in Baltimore. 15 mile an hour winds blowing in. So with Verlander on the mound, if we get a seven and a half, maybe you take the under, but I'm probably just going to take the Astros run line. Yeah, I'm going to be um, on the Astros run line as
0: well. I was leaning. Did, what was the total that you put up
2: here, uh, Dylan? Yeah, I made my total 7.1. Uh,
0: 7. um, yeah, I was leaning towards the under on this. Um it's a handicap. Bradish in that I like him because um, you're expecting Verlander to go and give up not many runs. Uh, zero or one. Um, Houston, I've been scoring a few more lately. Uh, but I think Bradish is going to finish the season strong here. Uh, Houston should win this, but again, could be a 4-1, something like that. Baltimore have cooled off recently. Um, I've read Baltimore quite uh, quite well. Um, I didn't expect them to have a decent September, and they have certainly quietened off um, a little bit. So, but I think Braddish can keep the minute tomorrow, uh, and I'm, I'm going to take the under. Um, yeah, Captain Insano's uh, arrived as well. He concurs. He's going to be on the under as well. Good evening, Captain. How are you doing? Uh, Next up, we will go to probably the game of the night. 7.15 Eastern is the Atlanta Braves at the Philadelphia Phillies, uh, where we've got two lefties on the bump here. Max Freed, uh, who we handicapped last night, or we nearly handicapped last night, goes for the Atlanta Braves. And Ranger Suarez uh, will go for the Phillies. Lines are Atlanta minus 155, Philly plus at plus 129 total is set at eight. Uh, Max Freed 13 and six with a 252 ERA, um, 175 and one third pitched with 159 strikeouts. Ranger Suarez, nine and five on the season, 353 ERA, 140 in a third pitched with 118 strikeouts. Uh, Max Fried's been great, um, 210 ERA in his last five starts. Um, seven of Freed's last eight uh, games have all gone under the total, Um so there's a, a pointer there towards an under uh, on that total. of eight. two hundred and sixty on the road, so no issues with Freed um on his travels either. Ranger Suarez um I think he's been struggling slightly lately. Um, he already has four hundred and fifty in his last five, but um, slightly shorter starts as well. Possible fatigue setting in uh, maybe for Ranger Suarez a little bit. We've talked about that with some pictures as we get into the back end of September. Um. He did pitch six against that lander in his last start, actually, and pitched really well. Only gave up two hits in one earned run. Um, so the Suarez starts recently have all been going over the total, but there's no real pattern either. So I, I was struggling with the total here because Freed's making me want to go under. Suarez is making me want to go over. Um, it came down to it was really boring, actually. It was the, I'm going to take the unit and a half play on the Braves. I don't trust at all. I don't really trust Suarez at the minute. Um, the Braves actually struggled a little bit tonight, but maybe um, they'll get all those runs back tomorrow. Uh, so I'm going to take the Braves here. Not very flash pick, but Atlanta at minus 154, Dylan.
2: Yeah, I do like the underplay. I like it at eight. If you're able to get eight, I see seven and a half floating around. I set my total at 7.7. 7. Uh, on the East Coast, it's very windy. 13-mile-an-hour winds blowing in in Philly. So, And in the last 10 games, uh, the under is 8-2 and two for the Braves. So I, I like the under, especially with all Max Fried's stats that you just put out. So I'll, I'll lean the under with you if you take that.
0: Uh, no
2: For me, it's, uh, you know, I I use the same handicap for the Toronto Blue
1: Jays and the Toronto or in the Tampa Bay Rays. You know, Toronto has been the better team as of late, and they had the advantage over the Rays in a previous series the week prior. Um, Atlanta swept this Phillies team a week ago, and now they host the Phillies again here, and you know, they have the better starting pitcher on the mound in Max Fries than Ranger Suarez. They have the better bullpen. They have the better lineup. I think it's a a clean uh, one and a half unit play like Malcolm said.
0: Yes, Noah. Um, So I've learned that from you, mate. This is me, Sean, growth and development. Um, 7.15 Eastern. First pitch, the Boston Red Sox and the New York Yankees, Michael Wacker goes for Boston. And on the hill for the Yankees will be Jamison Tyone. Um, Just only just recently did I see some lines pop up on this one. Uh, Boston plus 145. The New York Yankees are minus 170. The total is set at eight and a half. Uh, Dylan, how do you feel about your crosstown rivals here?
2: Yeah, strictly value play here for me. Give me the Red Sox first five plus a half minus 110. And I'll also sprinkle a little on the Red Sox money line at plus 145. I only made the Yankees a minus 135 with Tyon on the mound. Red Sox, they've really been able to get to tie on in the three times they faced him. And Michael Walker's looked great since coming back. So the Sox are three and one in his four games. He started on the road since coming back. I think they have the pitching advantage even on the road. Give me the Red Sox first five plus a half and I'll also take them as my dog of the day. Plus one
0: forty five. OK, uh, interesting. We have taken that one apart, Dylan. I like it. Uh, Noah, how you feel about this?
1: I love that handicap from Dylan. And honestly, I wasn't even thinking of the first five. You look at, uh, Tyone's last start where we heavily faded him against the Brewers as well. He gave up four in the first five innings. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I completely agree with the side and Dylan on this one. I, I like the Red Sox to win the game. Um, and the first five is even better bet, I think.
0: Yeah. I'm going to make this a team rides. Uh, not just so you can press your button either. No, um, has are more than enough for me to put a little bit of faith in him. And yeah, we faded Tyone hard. And really the reasons kind of stand why we faded Tyone. Um The Yankees are still getting away with it. They really should have lost last night. They didn't. Um, we took them. Uh, we've taken them on in the Wednesday game, which is going to start in about an hour's time uh, with Pittsburgh at a huge fight. So interesting to see how they go. And I'm happy to take them on again, really. I think I think they're vulnerable. Um, and every time they get beat they're going to do so at a decent price so um, so give me the uh, give me the Red Sox as well and we make a, a, a team right well,
2: well done you got to sprinkle like Insano said a sprinkle uh, some money in your judge anytime home run he's going to he's going to do it against the Red Sox it would be amazing
1: it would be amazing <laughs>
0: Uh, that animal's gone. I can't see it now. Oh I think I'm I'm, I'm settled down. No, we're,
1: I'm cut- we're thirty-four minutes in.
0: <laughs> it's had me on edge. It looks like it's gonna have me ankle off at any minute. Um right, okay. We've got Oh, you know what game this is? Uh Noah on the on the show. Which, which game oh, is this? Oh, get your pens out. Oh well you see it's not the penultimate one because we missed it. I've tricked you, it's the final game. Uh it's actually the like, core. Oh, Sorry, mate. The Cleveland Guardians and the Chicago White Sox, where we have Shane Bieber going for Cleveland and Johnny Cueto going for the White Sox. This could have been the pitching matchup of the night as well, actually. Uh, Cleveland's a minus 140. We've got a home puppy for Dylan if he wants it here. The White Sox are plus 119. We have a total of seven. Noah, you can lead us off with the ultimate game on the card. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> the ultimate game, okay. Cleveland, White Sox. Cleveland is 11-2 in our last 13 games. The White Sox, they're 13-6 in our last nine. But, guys, I'm wearing I'm wearing Cleveland gear. And it's just because I was wrong. And, you know, I, I think the White Sox, they're in the tank. Um, now, without having the division tiebreaker, the Guardians could go 7-7 seven and seven in their last 14 games, and the White Sox would need to be 13 and one to win the division it's possible but six games back i just do not see it happening starting for clay uh cleveland here is shane bieber he's 11 and 8 with a 288 era 184 strikeouts 34 walks in 181.1 innings pitched he has gone three straight grain three straight games with only one run allowed um and starting for the white Sox is johnny cueto Seven and eight 309 ERA 88 strikeouts 31 walks and 139.2 innings pitched. He has a 193 ERA in his last two games with the Guardians, uh, in his last two games against the Guardians. And one of those games was a 9.2 inning start. He went into the 10th inning in extras and he didn't allow a single run. Um, for me. Hey, nice job, Malcolm. He caught the, caught he caught the flying animal.
0: <laughs> live, live, by Ollie. Look at that. Uh, what is he? That's disgusting. Jesus. It is disgusting, isn't he? <laughs> this all is right. the bravest i've ever been sorry this is great audio for all the people who've downloaded this tomorrow but i'm uh i'm waving the flying animal around it's just happily uh, sitting on a little coaster there carry on to yeah you caught it with like a drink coaster uh, great <laughs> job malcolm uh i'll give you
1: a i'll give you a clap for that Thank but you very uh much. if you guys watch this first game of the series uh the white Sox should be playing with their backs against the wall it went into the uh, 11th inning when it finished. Uh, in the 10th inning, they did rally back. Um, they scored a runoff of Klazai, which has basically almost been impossible this year. In the 11th inning, though, the Guardians rallied and put up five. In the middle of that, you saw I forget the guy that stole the base. It might have been Miles Straw. He steals third base, and Leon Mancada does not cover the bag, oh so God. the ball just goes sending into the outfield, and the Guardians base runner then scores. It it's the ultimate like surrender in baseball if you are just not playing your position. I don't know if you saw the highlight from the other day. Pirates third baseman <laughs> Brian Hayes was had his hand in a sunflower seeds bag while the play was going on and he got ripped for that. That is <laughs> against worse. the Mets. That's even worse uh, for Yuan on in a playoff run that, I mean, you are not out of it. You just put up a run against one of the best closers in baseball this year. And yet you aren't even paying attention to the game. You got a speedy runner on second base. You just stole third. You didn't cover. And they scored a run because of you. Uh, this White Sox team—they have all the talent in the world, and that was the purpose of the handicap of like jumping in on a plus seven hundred price—is they have much more talent than the Guardians. But they, the Cleveland, just plays with more heart. So I've I've acknowledged that over the last two weeks, but I went down with the ship and the White Sox. I my favorite play here is the under. I think that Bieber wow. and Cueto can go out there and shove. But if you're looking for a pick on the game on a side. It's Cleveland. And I changed my pick on Sally's side to Cleveland for game two as well.
0: You did. I noticed you called an audible this afternoon, Noah. Yeah. Um, I'm all for that. Nothing wrong with it. Uh, no weakness shown there, Noah, in the man changing his mind. Uh, Dylan, are you uh, are you Cleveland or White Sox?
2: I agree with the Cleveland side. I made them a minus 140 favorite. I, I see minus 132s, minus one thirty 134s. Uh, I think that's a good price for Shane Bieber. Yeah. Uh, But I also lean over seven. A little chalky at minus 120. If you want to get plus money at seven and a half, I like the over. It's going to be a windy day in Chicago. 13-mile-an-hour winds blowing out. I think both pitchers are susceptible to give up a few runs to get us over the total. Both teams are six and four toward the over in their last ten, last five meetings between these two. Three of them have gone over. So I do lean uh, Guardians. I think they're the right side on the road, and I lean over.
0: Um, yeah, second team ride. Uh, I've been all about Cleveland um, over the White Sox recently, actually. Again, Cleveland are a team that I think I've have, um, have handicapped quite well recently. And a lot of what Noah just said about the White Sox, they do just seem to be phoning it in as much as they're, they're kind of hanging around. They're not doing it with any great conviction. I only noticed Lewis Robert in the box score last night. I kind of forgot he was back. He was back in seven. Um, he's not playing really... uh, Wednesday night, though. He's out. No. Um, it's just so little fanfare about his return. What was it? A, a premium player, really. Yeah. Um, and it just hasn't got it together. And the old thing's still just a bit of a mess. So I mean, yeah, I, I took Cleveland um, last night. I've got them again tonight for the Wednesday slate. Uh, I'm no. going to put them in again. So, yeah, give me the uh, Guardians for the team round at minus one foot.
1: At the end of the year, that's going to be interesting with the whole White Sox dynamic is you got to make some changes. I don't know if it comes in coaching staff. I don't know if it comes in front office. But, I mean, it is basically over for them, and we're going to play these trumpets for the Guardians.
0: Woo! There we go. Um, uh, any games
1: that we wanted to add in? Because that was the last one, correct?
0: Yeah, we're going to have a little bottom draw feature here of uh, any yeah, of the bump fights that catch your eye. That's awesome. Yeah, just, this, <laughs> this is the bottom draw. Because, I mean, regardless of the games um, haven't got playoff implications, someone's going to win. Uh, the total's going to go over or under. Uh, and there's money money to be made. So um we'll go around the room. I've got one I'll come to in a little minute, but no, I know you were keen to point at least one out for us, so what have you got?
1: Yeah, we got an appointment television matchup that we just weren't able to talk about because the Dodgers they basically locked up number one seed and the D backs, you know, their bottom feeders in the NL West. But I love the under and Zach gallen and Julio Urias. How can you not Take this. Zach Allen, twelve and three with a two fifty-two ERA. Pitches well in LA. And Julio Urias, seven and seventeen and seven with a two twenty-seven ERA. Has a great record in ERA against the Diamondbacks. I love that spot.
0: Okay. Um any more from you, Noah? Or should we move? No, on? that was that was my last one. That one just jumped off the page. I Head. had not mentioned it. Dylan scouring the bottom half of tomorrow's card. Is. is there anything you like Yeah,
2: I, I'm i looking at the card right now, and I know it's probably a, this place stinks, but <laughs> I, I probably would take Minnesota at the short price with Winder on the mound against Hensley. You're getting a short number of minus 130. I made them a minus 147 favorite, so I know they're, they've lost four of their last five, but... The Royals aren't playing much better either. So I think the, the Twins have a little fight left in them. I don't know if they'll make it, but I, I like the price here on the road. I'd probably take the Twins. I don't know. It's a new regime
1: in Kansas City. I don't know if you saw that. They got rid of uh, Moore, their president
0: of baseball operations.
2: Why? What What was he doing wrong? Oh, <laughs>
0: <just for me. laughs> Sorry, I thought that was a rhetorical question. I, would, I didn't realize it was, it was so. kind of, it kind of, <laughs> It
2: kind of was cuz they're just losing, right? That's why they let him go.
1: Yeah, basically. And just the rebuild wasn't happening fast enough. They got all the young talent up there. They're all they're all hitting well.
0: Oh man, uh, that was funny. Sorry. I laughed out loud at that. Um the that pick um no right is it Ryan Heasley for Kansas City? Uh, yeah. Jonathan Heasley, sorry. Jonathan Heasley. He's um there's, he's fitting into the Annabelle Sanchez envelope. Oh, it? yeah. I seem to be uh, resurrecting his career single-handedly by, yeah. by fading him. The last couple of starts, I've absolutely faded him. Uh, he's got out and shoved. And uh, there's another picture as well. I can't quite think it would off the Still top of my acknowledged
1: head. acknowledged but... it. He said it smells. I I like the Royal side. But, you know, if he sees something there in his numbers, I trust him.
0: Yeah, well, I'll leave it alone so it's not yes. to hinder <laughs> any... Uh, it's uh, as, as a favour to you both. I'll leave that game alone. You because... guys
1: see that uh, clip that I put out on the college experience of Patty C talking
0: about something that smells? Yeah. No, it's just hilarious. You gotta check it out. Yeah. <laughs> Patty C is a very funny man. Um, the game that jumped off for me was just a. It was just two pitches that I liked. Um, one who's gone well all season is Martin Perez. And the other one is Michael Lorenzen. Uh, this game being the LA Angels at the Texas Rangers tomorrow. Um, Lorenzen, we were high on at the start of the season. He's been away a long time. He only came back last week. So I think this is his second start back. Um, and the total just looked too high for me. Eight and a half. Um, both offences are okay, but that's about it. And I just thought, this had the look of a pitching matchup because Lorenzen is a name that I wanted to follow between um, his reinstatement from the aisle and the end of the season. So I'll be watching that game tomorrow and I think both pitches can go okay here. So the eight and a half was too high for me. So I'll take an under on that one. And that was my only read really on, on the rest of the card. Um, we'll get to our lock and dog picks in a moment. Uh, I will tell you about the Elias Plan app, um, which is going to be your friend over the NFL season. And um, you will know The Elias Sports Bureau, the official statisticians of many of the big U.S. pro sports leagues. Um, It's full of information and insights uh, brought to you by their research team, where you get league-validated team and player news and stats, uh, head-to-head team comparisons ahead of the matchups, expert game analysis. So you'll get an advantage in your fantasy lineups um, or making your picks if you're having a bit um new features all the time are being added as well the chat function in there's great so if you want to elevate your NFL season today download the Elias game plan app that is E L I A S um we have a special offer for you 15% off your annual subscription but if you use our code S G P N 15 that's the Elias game plan sports betting in the app store or play store uh, use our promo code S G P N 15 and finally uh run your pool VIP Uh, the subscription service that Run Your Pool have added on to help you get an extra edge against the books um, plus access to real money pools. Uh, Exclusive data to help your weekly game picks, premium content, in-depth guides to help you dominate your pools. Um, Use the code SGPNVIP at runyourpool.com slash VIP and you'll get 50% off your first month of Run Your Pool VIP. That is SGPNVIP at runyourpool.com slash VIP. Uh, Noah did you know that uh, 90% of onions are consumed in their country of origin? No, I did not. No, What's what do you their think of that?
2: Country of origin. Well, wherever it is. Oh. So like barely, when they grow.
0: Yeah, there, there's barely any international trade in onions. They're just all eaten where they are. Okay, the flying animal now has attached itself to my wire. Oh. Where is awesome. it? Oh there it is. Can you see Where did it? where did your onion stat come from? I can't remember. Just just came to me today. So I thought I'd share it with you. Uh, Yeah, it's not relevant really, but you know, (laughs) not to worry. Um, Okay, we'll move on. Lock and dogs picks, everyone. Uh, We'll start with you, um, Dylan. All
2: right. So as my dog, I told you guys I'm going to be on the Red Sox. With Michael Walk at plus 145, I I think it's tremendous value. So Red Sox, they tend to play better with him uh, on the mound. So I'm going to take them on the road to upset the Yankees. As for my lock, it wasn't a game I talked about, but I really like the price we were getting with the Padres uh, and Joe Musgrove minus 132. I took him on the money line, a little chalky, but I think it's the, they're the right side. They won four straight. I'm like uh, I'm taking Noah's approach. I just think they're the hotter team right now. I can't trust J- Jake Flaherty or Jack Flaherty, excuse me. So I'm gonna t- I'm gonna take the Joe Musgrove here on the road or at home, excuse me.
0: Okay, like that.
2: Uh, Noah, what have you got? So I was, I
1: fell in love with one of Dylan's handicaps, and that was a first five in uh, the under, or the first five Red Sox money line in the Yankees game, just because of Waka. And, you know, I'm I'm afraid of the bullpens um, that we've seen going up against the Yankees. And uh, I don't know if you guys, like, paid attention to it, but, the Yankees were down eight to four when Judge hit his 60th home run. And the count on the pitch was three one. And honestly, I can't even remember the pitcher's name. And he was probably not a very good bullpen arm for the Pirates, being up four runs. It was a meatball. <laughs> it was right down the middle. <laughs> and you have to be thinking like, some of these guys, if this isn't a very close game, would you want to be on a highlight? I think some of them might. I think some of them want to see history made and if you're the highlight clip and you're just you know jose de la cruz on the pittsburgh pirates i mean that's something pretty cool that you're going to be able to tell your grandchildren for a long time so give me the first five boston red sox money line as my dog and for my lock i'm going with the under in the cleveland guardians chicago white sox game Uh, Johnny Cueto has pitched great in two games against Cleveland so far this year with a 193 ERA. I mentioned it earlier. He went 9.2 in one game, and he didn't allow a single run. And then Shane Bieber's in great form. Three straight starts with only one run allowed. So I love this under.
0: Uh, no, I think you underestimate the mentality of elite sportsmen. Um, if you think he's just chucked that meatball up just to get on the telly a bit more. And if to be you the saw it,
1: it, you would know. It was like 91, a little change up right down the middle. It was
0: like he wants to up. make himself the answer of a quiz question in 20 why are years' we, time.
1: Why are we pitching to him? I really don't understand it. I saw yeah. something on a graph on on Twitter that said, judge has seen more strikes in the month of September on average than in the month of August per game.
0: That's what we're talking about. It's that mentality Elite the sports people. They, they think they're going to get him out. They all think they're better than the last one. That's just, and they crazy. wouldn't be there. They wouldn't be Walk there them. just to throw pies. Out.
1: Four runs and there's nobody on base. Walk them.
0: <laughs> nah, get away. Um, I will away. take for my Look, the San Diego Padres, I reckon. Um, I'm just not really having Friday. I like him. Uh, but it hasn't happened for him. I think this is a good spot for the Padres. I'm not hugely keen on San Diego particularly. Um, they haven't factored into many of my handicaps positively recently. Uh, but I think this is a good spot for them. They had a good win last night. They beat the Cardinals 5-0. to nothing. Uh, We think the Cards might get revenge tonight, making this uh, up for grabs tomorrow. So I'm going to take Musgrove to go well at home and for the San Diego Bats to take advantage of uh, Jack Flaherty's vulnerability. For my dog, I'm going to stick with um, my Hunter Green handicap, if he is going. Uh, me and Noah both had Hunter Green going for Cincinnati. And I think Cincinnati, uh, behind Green, I think they can turn over the Brewers and um, Brandon Woodruff. It's going to be a low-scoring game, but the Brewers are very beatable, I think. Um, they had a good win tonight. It is a travel spot. They'll have to head to... Uh, Cincinnati tomorrow and I think uh, Hunter Green he's another one of these players I'm expecting decent three or four starts for him between now and the end of the season so I think the Reds will be live tomorrow um, in a low scoring game they could edge out um, the Milwaukee Bruce. and I do prefer that um, full game over the first five actually Um, Cincinnati will need to get rid of Woodruff uh, and then maybe nick it in the middle innings so that will be my dog play there um and that everybody is that um i think i've made friends with this little creature now i might keep him um so what's happening the rest of the night nor anything we need to know before we crack on uh nothing too special with me honestly just thursday night there's going
1: to be some college football games but wednesday night here just watching a couple of shows i think with some family but uh yeah nothing too special for me on this part.
0: Uh, Dylan, you've been working hard all day. You need a little bit, bit of R&R, son, don't you?
2: Yeah, I need to relax. But getting ready for the NFL, probably got Thursday night football, so make sure to check out the NFL podcast. Uh, me and Munaf had a great night for Monday's game, went 2-0. I think Munaf had a positive night as well, so make sure you guys check that out as well.
0: Perfect. Okey-doke, I'm going to watch a couple of hours of baseball, see if I can get myself back into this fantasy matchup. But uh, it's, <laughs> it's, it's starting to go... Out there. It's still uh, yeah. The dog hungry. Dogs run faster apparently. Um, yeah. And oh, I'm also going to go and put this little fella in the garden so he can go and have a uh, have a little tootle around outside. In his bedroom. Put, yeah, I could do actually in his ear. I might go and yeah. put him in. Put him in Bob's ear just for the crap. He's better uh, for it. No, we'll put him in the garden, see if you can make some friends. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Uh, we appreciate it. Thanks for joining in the chat. Uh, thank you, Dylan. Thank you, Noah. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow in some capacity or other. Uh, good luck with all your bets. Um, until then, from the MLB Gambling Podcast, we will see you down the road. Cheers.